This is the Santa Trackers podcast from SantaTrackers.net. Greetings once again, Santa Trackers. I'm Mel Frank Murr of North Pole Radio News, and we welcome you to another episode of the Santa Tracker Podcast. At the request of Alf Trixie of the News Department here at the North Pole, this episode features questions that have been sent in to us from entire school groups and classes. Trixie has been fielding questions and talking with teachers all summer long, and she has compiled a list of of the most common questions about tracking Santa coming from those groups. Joining me in our quest here to answer those questions is the answer man himself, Elf Crash Murphy. Crash, are you ready to take on these questions? Well, sure, Frank. I'm happy to do it. But does this mean we will actually get Elf Trixie on microphone? I know how she feels about her voice. No, not exactly, Crash. Well, then, how is this going to work, Frank? Trixie is listening to us now, and she's going to send me a text for everything she needs to say. Um, you're kidding, right? I kid you not, Crash. Oh, there she is now. Oh, man, this is going to be weird. She says this is the best way to do this. And she says this isn't weird, and shut up, Crash. Okay, okay. Well, uh, what's the first question from Miss Ding? She says to be nice. I haven't even said anything yet. Crash, Trixie has a question from Mrs. Fields' third grade class in Snowflake, Arizona. They want to know if Mrs. Claus tracks Santa as well. Well, that's a really good question, and the answer might seem a little complicated. Mrs. Claus is the hostess of the uh, North Pole Christmas party, and while Santa's in flight, she's got her hands full with entertaining the elves that aren't working any longer at the North Pole but that doesn't mean she doesn't follow along with Santa's progress. Kringle Radio plays the entire time the party's going on, and everyone listens to us, Frank, even Mrs. Claus. And there is a big screen there at the party with a tracking map on it, too. So it's not a traditional kind of Santa tracking for Mrs. C, but she's clearly invested in what's going on, and she's ready at any time should Santa call on her for anything. Has Santa called her a lot while he is out on the sleigh? Oh, yes, and we've told that story from time to time here and on the radio, Frank. Mrs. Claus is like Santa's senior assistant. He tells her everything, and she tells him stuff he needs to do and to remember. They're quite a team. Mrs. C has been called on many times on Christmas Eve to help Santa with all kinds of special projects. Trixie asks this next question from Mr. Willow's fourth grade class in Fort Worth, Texas. How precise is the tracking map, and does that information present a security concern for the North Pole? Well, that's a really great question, Frank. That question gets talked about in flight command all the time. Could someone following the tracker map track down Santa and try to do something to him or to the sleigh or to the reindeer or something? And the answer to that question's complicated, so I'll just make it very simple. And I'll just say no. They can't even get close to Santa. Well, how can you be so sure, Crash? The map, as I understand it, shows Santa exactly where he is. 
Yeah, but Frank Santa moves too fast. The map gives his current position, but by the time someone would go up there with a super fast plane or something, Santa would be long gone. Besides, each update is just a moment in time, a snapshot. And that's all it is, Frank. It doesn't give Santa's altitude. It doesn't show his present speed. It doesn't even share a flight plan. He could go in any direction at any time. In fact, only Santa knows where he's going. I follow him every year, and I know better than anyone how hard it is to keep up with him or to even anticipate his next move. It's impossible. Santa has never had a problem because someone was using the tracking map for bad purposes. It just, well, it just can't be done, Frank. Man, that girl's got some blazing fingers. Yeah, she says this next question comes from Mrs. Gardner's third grade class in Buford, Georgia. This class evidently has a big discussion about Christmas stockings crash. They want to know if Santa stuffs the stockings or if he has an elf that does that. I thought we were talking about tracking Santa, Frank. What does stockings have to do with tracking Santa? Just answer the question, Crash. Yeah, the answer is I have no idea. I've never seen Santa stuff a stocking, but I don't know if he doesn't do that either. He's got a few elves with him, but I'm not sure that they stuff stockings as well. Wait, Santa has elves with him on the sleigh? Well, yeah, of course. Isn't it obvious? Well, no, it's not obvious. Not everyone gets to follow Santa around on Christmas Eve every year like you do, Crash. This is the first I've ever heard that Santa has elves with him on the sleigh. Well, there aren't a lot of elves, but without elves, how does Santa feed and water the reindeer? And who's going to handle all the constant resupply of presents and stuff like that? Who picks up the reindeer poop? They don't pick it up after themselves, Frank. Reindeer poop? Maybe this is why we never talk about this. I'm going to have to ask Santa that stocking question, Frank. Honestly, I don't know how that works. I'm always outside when Santa's going house to house. I've seen him go down a chimney and through windows and doors and stuff like that, but once he's on the inside, I can only wait for him to come back out. I don't actually see what he does when he's in there. Okay, fair enough. Next question. This one from a class of nine-year-olds in Melbourne, Australia. They want to know if Santa takes off his suit coat. This is an important question to them because they are in the Southern Hemisphere, and it is really, really hot for them at Christmas. Maybe some of those kids think they need to offer iced eggnog or something to Santa on Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's really thoughtful of them, Frank. I think Santa would love ice eggnog. Not everyone thinks of that, and some kind of think ice and eggnog is gross. But Santa just loves it. In fact, Santa's known to freeze his eggnog and make smoothies out of that. He just loves to do that, too. But to answer their question, yes, sometimes Santa does take off his coat when he's down there. But he never takes off his hat, Frank. It stays on all the time, no matter the weather. Last year, if I recall right, I can remember a time where Santa went from tropical weather in the Philippines to the frozen landscape of Siberia in under 20 minutes. Are such north-south transitions hard on Santa or the reindeer? It can be hard on the reindeer, Frank. They get more tired going from cold to hot than from going fast, Frank. That's why we always ask that people have plenty of water for the reindeer when Santa comes to visit. If they stay hydrated, well, then they'll stay energized. Trixie says... That that leads to our next question. From Mrs. Bates' class in England, six-year-olds, Crash. She says the class wants to make reindeer food this year, and they want to know how to do it right. What exactly do they feed the reindeer? 
Well, this question comes up every year, Frank, and I think Mrs. Claus is leading an effort to put out an entire year-round page up at SantaUpdate.com well, to talk about it. And it comes down to what we should all be eating, Frank, vegetables and fruits and grains and nuts. Mrs. Claus will have some recipes to share on that page. She gets worried because well-meaning folks just leave out plates of cookies and fudge, you know, the treats of stuff left over from their own Christmas parties on Christmas Eve and... And, you know, they're just thinking that the reindeer would enjoy the treats just like everybody else. And we just can't do that, Frank. If the reindeer eat that stuff, they'll get a little sick. And then they wouldn't be able to take Santa forward on the rest of his flight. So feeding them right is really important. Good advice, Crash. I'm sure we will be talking about this a lot more in the weeks ahead. Next question, this one, well, it's about security again. Elf Agent X, every Christmas Eve, talks on the radio about people in a place called Peabody, Maine, trying to kidnap Santa. How does North Pole Security know these people are planning that? Is that where that part of the song, you know, he knows where, when you're sleeping, is that where that comes from? Who's asking this question, Frank? I don't know, Crash, why? Trixie says it's from Mrs. Darnell's class of fifth graders. Well, where is that? Um, Peabody, Maine. We don't need to talk about this right now, Frank, okay? Good choice. Trixie, you have any more questions? Should I take a potty break while she gets another one ready? Well, never mind. This one is about Santa's sleigh. This is from Mr. Smith's 8th grade science class in Biloxi, Mississippi in the United States. Their question is about Santa trackers online and why those trackers from NORAD and Google all tell a different story than what the North Pole puts out. Well, no disrespect to anybody who uses those trackers, but those people are using their own technology and it just isn't fast enough to keep up with Santa. In fact, the North Pole itself put Santa tracking online way back in 1992, long before NORAD tried it in 1996 and then Google in 2000. Back then, people were using TV and radio and that was fed from NORAD from way back in the 1950s. But they've never had the technology, and if you follow those trackers closely, they aren't actually tracking where Santa is, they're just saying where Santa has been. They are usually behind by as much as an hour. Sometimes, and I hate to point this out, they just guess. And again, it's because their technology just isn't advanced enough. They mean well, but they just don't get it right. Crash, this might be a bit of a sensitive, but every year, some elf on the wall at SantaTrackers.net gets himself in trouble because they say they're going to use NORAD or something other than the official North Pole Santa Tracker. Why are we so sensitive about that? It's not that we're sensitive or that we think bad of NORAD or Google Frank, but we're the official North Pole publications on all of these websites. We can't be giving out false information. So if an elf who should understand all this as an elf claims allegiance to NORAD or something else because that's all they've used all their life, well, we're not going to get on them about it. We'll just say, go ahead and do what you've always done. Just don't do it as an elf. Don't represent it as being from the North Pole because it's not. At SantaTrackers.net, we're all elves. We take an oath. We stay loyal to the North Pole, and there's only one Santa Tracker that comes from Santa, and that's what an elf should use. And yeah, we don't say the N-word or the G-word at SantaTrackers.net or any other official North Pole website, Frank. But didn't you just say it? Be quiet, Frank. Okay, 
Here it is. Last question for this episode. Mrs. Weathers, it's a fourth grade class again. Do you, Elf Crash Murphy, use any special equipment as you follow Santa every Christmas Eve? Okay. I have to be a little careful here because some of this is privileged information, Frank, and the answer is yes. I have all kinds of tools that help me when I follow Santa. But remember, my job is to follow Santa and to report on his position and to give news about his deliveries. It's not to spy on Santa. Most of the time when I'm following Santa, it's from a ways out, and I have to do it that way because he moves so fast. It's the only way I can see him. Occasionally I get closer, and it's usually because Santa wants me to do something for him. He might be at one house, and he wants me to check something out at a house he plans to go to in just a few minutes. So I can be closer or further away, depending on what I'm doing at the time. My primary mission is to report the news. But not everything I see is news, Frank. And of course, if I can help Santa in any way, I'm there to do that too. I have lots of tools that help me do all of that. Much of what Santa does I can't see because he's either inside of a house or moving so fast my natural eye can't follow him. And so I have things that help me with that. Okay, Crash, thanks for all those interesting answers. We'll be doing another episode, one not so related to Tracking Santa, for the North Pole podcast soon in much the same fashion as this one. I want to thank Elf Trixie for her shy part in all this, and I congratulate her for how well this has worked out, especially since it kept her away from a microphone. I'll never understand how a news person can be so shy, but, well, whatever flies your sleigh, Trixie, you're the best. And Crash, thank you as always for your candor and willingness to answer questions from anybody. For North Pole Radio News, I'm Elf Frank Murr, thanking you for listening to the Santa Tracker Podcast.